Tony. Well, when we start this one, let's start out. Let's do our shout outs because we're actually getting feedback now from people. Yeah. So, I mean, that should be our first and foremost are the are the listeners. Pretty cool. You know, when uh, when we have like 100 episodes and like 100 listeners, we're going to be like, ah, oh, man, we can't we can't li- can't read everything. So no, uh, no. You're, you're well, we can list, list the names. Floor. Yeah, you're here right. on the ground floor, everybody. Right. Exactly. So. This is it. But my buddy Nate is always he sends me he's like, great episode today. Please pass this on to your buddy. And he sent me a little snippet of Lewis Black doing a, a bit <laughs> on candy corn. Yeah. Because he knows I hate candy corn. And you were the one that liked candy corn. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so like candy corn. I'll eat those sugary candies. So, you got it. so anybody who wants to watch it, just type in on YouTube, Lewis Black candy corn, and you'll laugh your ass off for at least five minutes. I'm not a big fan of Lewis Black because he's very political. But this bit had yeah. me fucking rolling because it's exactly how I feel about that <laughs> shitty candy. I mean, you know, I didn't say it was a good candy, but, you know, sometimes you like bad things. Uh, well, the funny thing is, is, like, the next night I hung out with my buddy Nick, mm-hmm. who is also a fan of candy corn. I'm like, you're a fan of candy corn, right? <laughs> and he's like, yes, I am. I'm like, I got to send you this. So I sent it to him right away. I'm like, you got to watch that. I go, you know who Lewis Black is? He goes, yes. I go, watch that bit. Nice. Because <laughs> yeah, you're going to see how I feel about it. It was a good one. Definitely a good bit. Um... So I have a, a shout-out as well. John put us on a, on his uh, Instagram story again. So you get another shout-out, John, and uh, I think you might put another yes. <laughs> another Instagram story. Yeah, thank you, shout-out. John. Thank yeah, you, John. He's, he's killing it. So Big time. Um, I, I like how he put on there. He's like, you got to listen to it now. <laughs> I'm like, well, fucking hey. I'm like, hey. You know, is that good? Where he's like, where he's forcing people, he's just like, like we force our shit on others. He's like, listen, I'm getting shout outs now, so I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, he's someone I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't mind having on the pod too, because he he's a driver, so I'm interested just to see like what his his day to day is. Oh yeah, like a, that'd be cool. I think, again, I think he's FedEx. He can come on the pod and tell me, tell me, prove me wrong. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah. Tell me what he actually does. But uh, so, <laughs> what um, do you do? You know, on a I'm a painter. Today basis. I'm painter. a painter. Ah, I was completely. I wrong. paint houses. Oh, so I've not, seen that movie. Not driving. <laughs> yeah, you sure. Right. You sure you don't drive. <laughs> you need I that van you for. You need that van for something to transport. Something we're not going to talk about. <laughs> that's you know it's funny, but that's sort of sometimes what my job entails. You're like, where are you sending this money? Where Jesus are you actually Christ. doing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some some interesting shit. Yeah. Obviously, we don't ever get like, like I'm buying a human, but like, uh, you those, can, those lungs on the black uh, black can, market, huh? Yeah, you can make inferences. I found out that lungs on the black market, or is it kidneys or lungs? No, lungs on the black market bring the most amount of money. How Someone, much, how much for a lung? For a lung, I oh Jesus, dude, you caught me off guard. I don't know. <laughs> I caught him off. Well, because uh, I read not, a while. I haven't, I haven't really been tapped into my black market lung. Yeah, uh, I apologize. Prices you know? lately, yeah, I can't tell you, you know, the futures on one right now. They haven't been itemized recently, but it was it was something that came up on Facebook, and I think the lungs was like thirteen. One per lung was like about thirteen thousand. I think that brought oh. in the most money. You know, 
That's pretty fucking and crazy. It's pretty fucking scary. Pretty spooky. You, know, you hear that? You hear that weird? Speaking of Halloween, you hear that weird things that go story. No, that. no, the weird story where the the guy was like, uh, you know, drugged. He was talking to this pretty woman, or but you hear it vice versa too. Okay. Drugged and wakes up in a bathtub full of ice, and he goes to move, and he's super sore, and he knows he's got two incisions. And, mm. You know, his kidneys were taken and everything. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I know it's folklore, yeah. but all folklore derives from some sort of bastardized version of the truth. Well, yeah, it's you a know? telephone, right? Yeah, like, yes, exactly. Thank you. you know, uh, yeah. It started out, yo, man, this dude, like, had a crazy night with this chick, and, like, <laughs> she was just kind of freaky. She was, like, scratching him and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the story morphed into, dude, she was pretty fucking crazy. She liked knives, too. Dude, you woke up in a fucking bathtub with incisions. Like, that's how it works, right? Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Pretty fucking crazy. So, got some shout-outs. Got some just weird shit. You know, black Yeah, sorry, yeah, that right really took bat. a more We're time. not even five minutes in, and... Uh, <laughs> We're already freaking people out. Like, people are, people are at this, anymore. People at this point, our, our listeners are going to go down to about four now. Yeah. After this episode. Like two. My dad. <laughs> Uh, and then us. Yeah. Just well, man, well, my buddy Nate, he's a little, he's got a nice dark sense of humor, so I think he probably listens still. Yeah. It's it's interesting. There's a, hmm. hmm. How do I put this? I don't know. There's a market for everything. Uh, well, it's just, you know, that's, there, that, it's, that's it's, there. It's not a market we're involved in. Yeah, I don't, that's not a market, you know. No. Right. Nope. I mean, we need to put that out there right away, dude. <laughs> I don't know anybody. I don't, if, if you're looking for a guy, do not call me. Right, yeah. Um, right. But, so, <laughs> how many, what are those uh, fucking prepositions can I put in a row? <laughs> but, so, and over there. Anyway, uh, so Stan Bowman. Stan Bowman, there we go. Did, Our favorite guy, everybody's favorite right now. He went on a media tour uh, last week, did a bunch of spots, so I heard him on 670 to score twice, and then okay. he did an interview with the morning crew and then like the 9am crew, which that's really crazy. I can listen to the radio now at my job. Like I, could, I don't have to like listen to the Oh, that's right. You can have it in the background. That's yeah. awesome, man. Nice. Uh, so I don't go insane listening to the same six songs every day. But uh, So I think he did a couple of spots there. He did an interview with um, Redline Radio with Barstool. I would encourage people if you are interested. I think Barstool Chief did a good job interviewing him. He did a lot of now, a lot Barstool of questions. Mostly what like Chicago pot, just basically Chicago sports. So Barstool is just like a sports thing. They're yeah. pretty heavy in like college area. They're just like internet stuff. They started out like a sports betting thing, and okay. they just morphed into this crazy ass shit. Uh, there's Barstool Chicago, who the Chicago guys okay. in that company, Redline Radio is their podcast. They are like Chicago. You'd really enjoy them. They do a okay. bunch of shit. Chicago tie a lot of shit back to sports. Uh, I'll have to give that a listen. Yeah, I haven't listened. To, I haven't done my homework as well as you have, so I should probably, I should probably dabble in the uh, in the uh, other podcasts. It's fun, you know. I I drove my commute. I had a lot of commute time, so I needed to fill it with oh, a lot of shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, they did the that. Commute time has gone from real long to non-existent. At yeah, this point. yeah, it has, <laughs> which is fantastic. Really, um, 
Funny enough, we did not get a call from Stan Bowman. He, no. We were not on his media tour. I know. It's it's shocker. Right? It's a, I it's was shocking. thinking the same thing. But what the fuck I was he I haven't checked the email, though. He might. We might have an email in the inbox. But. I'm actually shocked that he hasn't run any of the ship bias in the past, either. I mean, getting rid of Crow, the sad thing and everything. I mean, look, I was a where very, the fuck was the phone call? I was a very good video game GM. You know, <laughs> look at my track record, all my NHL games. There was one time I took the New York Rangers to seven Stanley Cups in 10 years. That's so, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, you know, video games, again, I was, it was all not real, but uh, yeah. I think I got a pretty good idea of what he does, right? I, I think, not I enough. would think so. <laughs> I mean, you made the deals, you got the teams, and you made a friend, you put in, put together a dynasty. I mean, how how much how how much better can it get? And also, I mean, I would I would like to know the attendance of each one of those video game games. So in the new ones, I can actually track that. I took uh, yeah. I was yeah they they like make it full like like revenue everything. Mode. Yes, like wow. down to like I can set the prices of the hot dogs. Yes, it's that fucking in depth, and that's kind of one of those things where like I look at it and it's really cool, but it's so daunting now because you have like back in back in my day. Back in the day, it, it used to be just like, hey, like you made some trades, and like I simmed a bunch of games, right? I'm not going to play 10 seasons worth of games. Right. This was all simulated stuff. I wanted to build the team and let it work. Uh, now it's, you got to do the scouting, you got to do like, there's uh, player morale, you got to make sure your locker room isn't going crazy, you got to handle the AHL team, you got to make sure the revenue's up, the owner needs to make sure you're happy, the fucking arena, dude, the arena part sucks ass, like your arena always like degrades, you always need so much money for it, and the owner's never like, hey, here's 10 million dollars, he's always like, here's 800 grand, I need you to put in a new third bowl, uh, we need a new parking lot. I want a new general store, and I want my average attendance at like eighty percent. You're so, like, what the fuck? I gotta ask. Yes. So it, <laughs> like back in back in my day, mm-hmm. like you lost the game, game over. So like if you fuck up the franchise, does the game all of a sudden just like shut down? Says game over, you suck. And like and like no. that's it. No, actually, that's the end it's of it. So realistic that you get so like your your owner can fire you, and then you can get picked up by another team. So what I did was listen to this Jesus one year. Christ. I I started out as the GM of the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Got fired. <laughs> got picked up. Got hired as the GM of the Avalanche. And it just so happened that when I when I was the GM of the Senators, I made a trade. With the Avalanche, giving the Avalanche four years worth of first round picks. So I went to the team that I essentially gave myself four years worth of first round picks. So yeah, oh it's no, God. you can you can continue I, I, your like career. I just, it's just not, too much. It's too much. It's just play the a, fucking game. That's all. Tom, it's not you insert a quarter and uh, game over. It's not like that. Anymore. I know, man. I remember that. 25 cents. It's pretty in depth. It's pretty it's crazy. A, yeah, it very it very much is. Like I had yeah. just listen to you. About listen, it. I insane. I'm really good at I'm really good at that portion of the video game, and I don't even think I'm good at it anymore. But Tom, Tom, but you do. Stan Bowman has not called us for these fucking moves. I'm a little I'm a little angry. I'm a little angry at Stan. Didn't even give us an interview. Stanley, they, they put nothing. out this letter that they're like what? rebuilding. And I mean, it wasn't even sent to us via like USPS either. I would have thought <laughs> it's I would, all online. I, I would have thought we would have had a hard copy of that some bitch mailed right to our. I honestly house. thought he was going to handwrite it. On the letterhead, sign it himself. Wow, that would have written been great. fucking yeah. blood. Yeah, sign it. Yeah, right. stamp the fucking Bowman seal. Exactly. 
using like a like a feather pen and quill. <laughs> Isn't a feather pen a quill? I think so. Yeah, I fucked that up, didn't I? Dude, look at how far we've come. <laughs> I mean, look at... You know, like a, I know what a quill is, though. I mean, no, but, no, but like, think about that. A couple hundred years ago, right? 200 years ago, 1820s. These motherfuckers were like still using sails and shit. And you and I are recording on a fucking laptop in yeah. the south side of Chicago, south suburbs. Like, yeah. 200 years ago, these motherfuckers were like rocking back and forth on boats and dying of scurvy and shit. Yeah. I mean, now we have like... Now we can talk to each other on our phones and look at each other while we're talking to one another. I can do that with my cousins in Australia. Right, like, that's exactly. ridiculous. It's like in Total Recall in the in the 80s. You know, they had the video phones. I'm like, now we're doing that. It is. It's yeah. nuts. It's crazy. Um, let that. I want to talk about that in a little bit. I watched a documentary on Netflix. That so was pretty fucking crazy. I'm what, Total Recall? No, not Total Recall. It's called <laughs> The Social Dilemma. Um, okay. And it's ties into how technology's evolution exponential curve is the fastest thing ever but um yeah that's why skynet is going to take us all out yeah you'd be interested in the in the documentary it's pretty crazy um stan bowman didn't talk to us they put out a letter uh it was a weird letter like we're rebuilding it was it was hard to follow i i agree it was like are are they rebuilding are they not because he was kind of what am I trying to say? Like playing both sides there. You he know was I mean? like, he was doing his job, right? And that's the but weirdest. He didn't, he didn't thing. clear anything up in the fucking letter, to be honest. See, that's the shitty part. Again, like he's doing his job. I understand what he's doing. Right. I under I fully understand that. Like he is playing the short and long game at the same time. Okay. Right. He has to try and win now but at the same time keep the cupboard relatively stocked to stay competitive right right but it's just it, it's weird he he did he's like hey like this is what my job is but like the average fan the fan not, not he's alleviating the, the fan doesn't yeah. want to hear like hey uh we're trying to fill the cupboard again let me do my job yeah uh we're gonna be a little bare for a couple years you know like we had a we had a few harsh winters okay cupboards are a bit bare all right, Kane and Taves aren't what they used to be. We can't keep milking those fucking pigs, those cows. They're they're starting to dry up. Kane's still what he is used to be. I mean, you're uh, Tom, Tony, gotten a lot of milk out of that cow. I know, but he was still in like the top ten scoring last season again. Yeah, but do you think that cow is going to produce that same amount of milk this year? That cow, that cow personally, I think he won't be able to. Do you think? I don't year, know why. Do you think year over year, that cow is going to be able to produce. I how think many so. Years, there's a lot. How many of, more years do you think that cow can give us that much? Milk? Well, let's put it this way: there's a lot of cows out there that have that have gone in the past. That up until the day that they were slaughtered, <laughs> they were producing milk. Okay, there's. A, I don't know why. We walked on this road at this point. This is very odd as well. This is just a fucked up podcast right now. Just it must know. be it must be Halloween in the air. But anyways, there are there were plenty of, there were plenty of players, very very talented players, and we know that Kane is a talented player. Where as they got older, they were able to evolve their game in order to stick with how the game has evolved, and we're still able to produce great numbers. I mean, look at Wayne Gretzky, his final year in New York. In in eighty some odd games in, in two thousand four or whatever when he retired in New York and or no he played seventy some seventy games I think he put up eighty one points 
So I'm not arguing that he's not as talented. I think, again, it's just he's depreciating, dude. If any if anybody's been proving me wrong, it has been Kane. Year over year. Yeah. And, like, I love it. Every Like, I, I will gladly come on the podcast every week and be the, I don't know, man. And then, like, later in the podcast, him be, like, us talking about I'm, a game and being, like, dude, he's still, like, Look at Sidney Crosby. Old. So he's still putting up numbers too. He's I'd say they're in the same talent pool. All I'm saying, Tom, is that they've been driven off the lot, okay? Their engines have more miles on them than Agreed. other players. But the, okay? uh, the other That's thing, all I'm saying. That's all, right, all I'm all saying. Right, all right. I'm not sure how many more years that engine has. And the older they get Now we've gone from cows to engines. I'm really excited how this is going. <laughs> just trying to put it into perspective here, okay? You know. The analogies are great in, in this one. It's 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 phenomenal. <laughs> I've always thought I was pretty good at that. But People are going to be very confused about this one. No, they're not. I think they understand exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to get at. All right, no, you're okay. Hit me with it. Let's hear it. Hit me with the hit me with the truth here, Tony, because you know I'm kind of a dreamer and uh, an optimist when it comes to the Blackhawks. Tony, Tony puts it into reality for me. I mean, let's put it okay. So, like, everything is a shelf life, right? Yeah. So I think. Kane and Taves, we've we've passed the peak that we could get value back for them. So I guess okay. I'm thinking from right now. I'm thinking from the point of an asset manager, yeah. like the team is assets, and now they're depreciating. And I don't know what else I can get for them. They've got full no move clauses too, so that makes it a lot harder. Right. Um, it's just one of those things where I'm looking at it like they don't. They're 32 and 33, and in sports years, that's like they're dead. <laughs> like it's, it's really fucking crazy. dude it's crazy fucking your like your shelf life in sports it used to be and you can you can even you can attest to this right like yeah i'm younger than you right. and players in all sports used to play longer when you were younger they used to play longer right you're you're the absolutely right unfortunate unfortunate fortunate thing is the games keep getting better and better and these younger and younger players are just so good that right. Kane was fucking... He is. He's still a very good talent, but I don't know. I think you can say that there are five players in the league right now that you would rather have on your team than Kane. Uh, And that's just being an honest person. And I don't think Kane has a lot more years left on him. So that's another thing that's like, okay, well, what do you do with that? Like, from a sheer, from a, a numbers perspective, from a, a business standpoint, again, like, we all want wins as a fan. I don't want to be watching a team that sucks ass, right? right? But, like, at the same time, I do kind of have to look at it realistically where we have access to everything nowadays. So I can look up Kane's cap hit at $10.5 million. Right. So it's just weird to look at it from, like... I'd rather have him than not have him because we're not going to get anyone for him. Yeah, again, that's not that's, the same caliber or younger. You're not going to get the, like the, you're not going to trade Kane for Nathan McKinnon. Right, not the gonna hall happen. for Kane has that the the what do you call it the Pirates booty chest for Kane. Yeah, that boat has passed. But I'll play devil's advocate here. Would you rather us have had to trade him at some point, or would you rather have three cups in your pocket? I'd rather oh, have three cups in my pocket. Three po- I'd yeah, rather us no be. Doubt. I'd rather us be discussing Kane and Taves and whether or not like they are going to actually play out the rest of their years as Blackhawks. Like, they have four years left on their deal? Three years? Four years? So, like, they're coming to a point where do they want to be on this team that, you know, 
they're going to be younger. They might not. They're not necessarily going to be contending for cups next year. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Our right. goaltending situation is confusing, and I can only tell you like goaltending two defensemen. Situation is fucking garbage. <laughs> I can only tell you two defensemen that we have. So I'm going to be completely honest. We're probably not going to go for a fucking cup next year. Maybe we might make the playoffs. We might flirt with a playoff spot, but like right. I don't know about that. So then you have to think of it in Kane and Taves' perspective. Kane's like, dude, do I want to be here or do I want to go to, like, Buffalo or Pittsburgh, wherever? Like, do I want to waive my no-move clause to go and chase another cup? At that point, what do you get for him? So it's like, can you move them? Who knows? Right. So there are just way too many, like, moving pieces. And fucking Bowman, unfortunately, again, has chained himself to these full no-move clauses of Kane, Taves, and Seabrook. So... And Keith, and Keith, Keith has a full normal clause too. I don't. I care. just, I, I just, think... Keith is one of those like I don't care. Keith is bionic man to me. He's the only player that I look at and I'm like, you will never stop being good. I don't know. No, yeah, he's still. I don't I mean, know. He's still. He's like a overall. He's like a, still a plus one sixteen. He's the player that has evolved to where he might be a little bit slower, but he's somehow picked it up. I don't know. He's yeah. not. He, I don't think he's you as never know. Of foot as the younger players, but yeah. is it he understands the spacing or what? Oh, his he gap, his gap control position. is phenomenal. His gap control is phenomenal. Whereas other yeah. players get like just blown by because of yeah. their foot speed has yeah. gone down. The older defensemen, especially like right. I, there's something about Keith. And again, his letter, maybe, yeah. dude. Maybe next year he comes back and it's just off. But well, oh, you know, whatever. I, I, yeah, but I don't. He's proven me wrong. Is my point. Yeah, him and Kane. Yeah. Year over year, I'm like, damn, dude. They just the right. the years don't affect them. They have been a top tier talent for right. for a number of years, and to and hold that to hold now, that for so long, they are now really starting to get bumped out. Well, like, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we also mm, also last season, and this season are going to be all fucked up, anyways. I'm just I, saying, there's know, a lot of younger players in the league, right? And again, we. Hitched our hitched our cart, hitched our horse. Whatever. We have the cup tax. We we hitched that shit to the cup tax, and that's what we have, and it's gonna be interesting for a couple of years. Right. I'd rather have three cups than be the Red Wings and have twenty five straight years and a couple of cups at the beginning. Yeah. They had three cups in twenty five years. Right? Yeah, right. Right. So we had three cups in six. (laughs) Very true. Very true. They did have a back to back. I don't know. That's an, that'd be an interesting debate. Well, we could have had a back to back to back. Had that weird ass goal. There's in the 2014. Salary, there's Sunday. a salary cap issue too. There was an. They were also partially pre salary cap. Well, no, right. they were all pre salary cap. That was 05 was when they they uh, introduced it. Yeah, but yeah. So I don't know. Like I. No, I was saying the Hawks could have had a back to back to back. No, yeah, I mean, in 13, 14, and 15. Well, winning in fourteen doesn't necessarily mean we we would have won again in fifteen. We would have had not. We would have gone back to back cup hangovers. <laughs> that would have been pretty man. crazy. They would have had virtually the same team though. From four, they had pretty much the same team from fourteen to fifteen. Yeah, you're right. You know, they really did. They didn't do anything at the end of that, and well, whatever, whatever. But I mean, all we can do hindsight's twenty twenty, see, right? Seeing that, seeing that, Stan Bowman has never called us, and we, we're you and I are just like any other fan. We're gonna we're gonna have to sit and watch, I guess. It's you know. 
One of those Even things, though we are kind of a big deal and shit. We are. Dude, we got like we have like fifteen people that like listen to us sort of on yeah. a regular basis. I'm surprised how we can fit our heads through the door. We played hockey when we went to go play a couple weeks ago, like people knew us. They're like, Yeah, I listen to the podcast. We're like, whoa, what? Yeah, right. So, you know. Yeah. My friend Kristen, uh, I tell her you were coming up. She's like, Oh my god, it's gonna be like meeting the <laughs> meeting the star. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I was it, like, and I'm just sitting there like, me. I'm like, what the fuck does that make me? But she's known me for too long. I always more so, I like to think that you're the driver of the podcast. No, that's no, just no, me. No, you're crazy. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. I just do a lot of the back end shit. Um, but <laughs> well, well, yeah, so, I mean. This is, so we'll, we'll do this actually now, since it is the off season. Okay. I'll, uh. Since my, I don't have any commute time, right. I can do a little bit more research and kind of actually dive into like asset management and yeah. looking at kind of what would make sense, what I wouldn't mind, at least from the Blackhawks perspective. Obviously, you know, I don't know right. any other team in the league, but well, we, I mean, um, we only do like the big things on other teams, so, like Joe Thornton and stuff like that. And yeah, I can I mean, take a look and figure some shit out. We'll, we'll. That'll be in the works. Let's put it that way. I'll, yeah. I'll earmark that. We do need. We do need. Because now we're just like watching this stuff and watching trades and reading this and that. Yeah. We need hockey back on the TV, Tony. Yeah, like I'm I, already bored. I, right. I, so like, <laughs> my buddy, they they legalized sports betting in Illinois. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they made it to where you can sign up online now too. There was some dumb bullshit about. Excuse me. You having to go to the casino to like sign right. up, they waived that. So I did all of that shit after the playoffs, and now I'm like, I don't really know like what to bet on. I don't really know any of the other sports. Like I know them, but like I don't know enough to realistically just like toss some money on a football game. So it's <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. About it. Uh, I need hockey back to be able to realistically Absolutely. look and be like, yeah, I'm gonna put ten bucks tonight. I know Absolutely. what's going on. Yeah. There's a backup goalie there. The money's here. Like, right. I need that back. And I agree. we don't know when that's coming back. So uh, They're still saying January 1st, but I guess we're going to have to see. That's. I don't uh, think it's going to be January. It. But, I mean, it's not going to be. Now they've said it's going to be half season. Yeah. Kind of like it was in 2013. Yeah. If, and that makes I, more sense. To be honest, I could, I could see them doing it. On the other hand, they're talking about having it where it's just going to be hub cities. And they're saying that if there's hub cities, there are a lot of players in the NHL saying that, that they're not going to fucking no. do it. Yeah. And I don't blame them. I, I mean, either. dude, if 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 baseball can travel from this and that, I mean, why can't hockey do that? I like the or idea. Why can't, I mean, football's doing it. Why can't hockey do that? I mean, it, you know. The okay. pro- one of the problems is the cross-border travel. So the Canadian teams are going to end yeah. up having to just play Canadian teams unless those restrictions are lifted. Right, and I also need those restrictions to be lifted so I can see my buddies in Canada. So you got friends in Canada? Yeah, Alex. Oh, that's right, Alex. Oh, that's right, yeah, Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so there's that to contend with. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the hub cities. It's an interesting idea, but the fact that they're on lockdown sucks. Oh, right, yeah. the fact that it's like they're bubble <clears throat> cities, right? There's a reason for it. They don't want like right. they don't want contamination. Now, if it were like more tournament style and they let fans kind of get interactive and shit, yeah. I think that'd be kind of neat. Could you imagine? Imagine like week three, we have Detroit, Pittsburgh, uh, 
Arizona came in, San Jose, Vancouver, Chicago would be six. Like, you know. And what it's like, would it's, have a home and home? Something like that. Or make it kind of. I don't even know. I, I don't know. I would really need to sit down and think about it because I'm thinking like tournament style. Yeah. Like when we were kids. Right? Yeah, like, like round robin. Round robin. Yeah. You do that and then like you get points in the season based on how you do in like week three's round robin tournament. Kind of like how they kind of like how they did the qualifying rounds for yes, the playoffs. Kind of. Best. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of like that. I think right. that'd be a really interesting idea. Right. I think that'd be something that they could flirt with here. I've always... I, I heard that that was something that the women's leagues were planning on doing. Oh, okay. Off the hop. Like, because wow. it was... You know, they need to figure out a way to drive viewership for revenues. That's the big issue. Is okay. Just, that's the bigger issue. Biggest issue for, like, you know, payments and shit like that. So, instead of having teams like, you know, like the NHL where it would be like these big ass stadiums and stuff like that yeah. they were doing like kind of like um, select weekends right like we're going to go to this city yeah. and these four teams are going to have a tournament at these three rinks and they were actually talking about for the women's side at least you can do it in bigger arenas for the men but yeah. um, at least right now they were doing like go to fifth third there's two sheets could you imagine having like uh four professional women's teams playing on those two sheets like throughout oh, the weekend. Cool, How yeah. fucking cool would that be? That'd be and you awesome. could sell those arenas out. Now I'm on now we're I, I dove completely into a different arena, but right. um I thought that idea was cool. Take yeah. it and do it for the NHL. Yeah. I think that would be a novel idea to do for this year. But again the problem is you can't really have a lot of fan engagement. So what the fuck's the point? Right. I don't know. If it was like come to Chicago for four days, I think it would be something I the players would have an idea of but it's the you know we're gonna be here for four months fuck that dude yeah that's gonna be i mean that's that stuff on the families and everything at least the guys that have families and stuff like that you did know? it once for the playoffs that was an extenuating circumstance right i you know and they, and they did and they did a good job too. i think they, they did, did a good job overall yeah yeah i think um you didn't hear this is weird again right because like i didn't go to a bubble so i had no idea what it was like but i heard right. overall it kind of sucked but at the same time, like, man, y'all motherfuckers making millions. So <laughs> most of you motherfuckers are making millions. Right. So exactly. But I don't have a family either, so toss that into the fucking. Well, that's list. true. It's just it's a weird shit, right? right? I think asking them to do it once, they're like, okay, we'll do it. Asking them to do it again is. That's why a lot of the players are saying they're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I couldn't. In good conscience, ask them to do it again. Right. I think. Right. Like. It's, if that were the case, then I wouldn't be against, like, contract renegotiations. Right. Like, so, this is not what my contract was for. Right, exactly. I did, not, I did not sign up to go play in Hub Cities again. Like, right. again, the so first could, time, cool, we got to see a Stanley Cup. Right. For the whole season, fuck that. Nah, and, and the tough thing is, is that, you know, like you just said, they're, they're not going to want to do it again. And the other thing is, is what's scary about that is... We might not have an NHL season then if they don't come to an agreement. It'll just be like, you know, uh, they're just the arbitration of it. They're just not going to come to an agreement. Be like, well, then this season's going to be forfeit. You know what I mean? I think something will get done. We'll figure it out. I mean, obviously, we're there. There's a lot of shit that needs to be figured out. There's yeah, a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Times, I mean, you got about two months. Basically, let's, I mean, two months and a week until January 1st is here. Yeah. 
There's yeah, but I remember I feel like they were talking about the the playoffs for fucking forever and like we might do this, we might do this, we might do this, and it was like everybody blinked and like, uh, hey, there's eight games on today. You're like what? And like they just figured it out overnight. So <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's I don't know. Thanks for the warning, guys. Yeah, they they were talking about that I think on Puck Soup. Uh, how it what it, same shit? They're like. Yeah. They have so much shit to figure out, but then they're like, we're just going to go hammer it all out in a weekend, and they did it. So, yeah, I don't know. Better, work better under pressure, just like hockey players do. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> only problem is this isn't necessarily just the players. This is owners, GMs. It's a lot more than just the people on the ice. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. The fucking commissioner. Oh, God, that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, that was the funny thing. And we talked about it that when they handed over the Stanley Cup when they announced Gary Bettman, no one yeah. booed. Yeah. You know, but you and I were saying, like, wouldn't it be great if they had a little, like, audio Dude, if, audio clip and somebody just played it? If that happened, whoever whoever hit that button was just full well knows, like, I'm not coming into work tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and he's like, he's already signed in. Have a good one, everybody. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, President Button, boom. <laughs> and job security completely gone. See you later, guys. I'm going to go work at McDonald's. Later. Nah, you know, the guy came from like that. He'll, he'll work at Panera Bread or something. A little, little more upscale. Yeah, a little bit more. You know, a little uh, bit more high-end. I mean, they have Wi-Fi there, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on. That already right. puts him up there. And we're not sponsored by Panera either. Nope. Anybody ever wants to bring us Panera, we're not going to shy away. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> speaking of sponsorships, so I talked about Toblerone. Right on the last podcast. And my Get dad out was, and you talk to them and they're sponsoring dad, us? No, my dad listened to it and I came downstairs. They went shopping one day. They went to Costco. I walked downstairs and there's a big ass thing of Toblerone. So like, <laughs> one of the, like, it had six full size bars in it. I was like, what the fuck, man? See? Talk about it once and, and there it is. Look so, at that. Yeah. Apparently, what, when we talk about candy, it's gold and people go out and buy shit. Yeah. So, so I mean, hey, could you imagine if we get Skittles on board with us? People start sending us free, stuff. We get free Skittles for the rest of our lives. That'd be cool. It would be. We'd be dead by. I'd be dead by about forty-five. <laughs> That'd be it. Five more years. That's, <laughs> so all, that's all you're getting years. on shelf life. Five more years. That's all you're getting out of me. If, I, if I'm having Skittles. See, all so time. like, am I trading you right now? Or are you at peak? Or what's going on? Do I need I'm to trade you? I'll, I'll go. I'll go until my feet are in the grave, bro. <laughs> Both of them. I'll keep on playing. <laughs> Screw uh, that shit. Couple injuries here and there. Thank God. Nothing too serious, so... Just knocked on his forehead for everybody. Because right, it's made of wood. Have you listened to the shit that comes out of my mouth? There's no thinking going on up there. <laughs> it's hollow. Basically Pinocchio. That was a shoulder. See, there you go, man. Depreciation. <laughs> Tom just broke his arm. <laughs> his, his left arm is out of his socket, and that's right. a problem because he is a lefty. He's a, I am, fucking, yeah. he's a weirdo, but, you know. Complete southpaw. It's very scary. Fucking devil. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Exactly. How am I Catholic? I don't know. How do I not burst into Did I ever, did I ever tell you the story about my dad? I don't know. He might he's, he's naturally a lefty, but... So is mine. My, my dad... Dude, my dad's naturally a lefty, but my grandparents were like, nah, that's some voodoo shit. You're, you're right yeah. with your right hand. Yeah. That's how my, my dad went to uh, Queen of Martyrs down here, Catholic yeah. school. So, uh, they said, no, you got to learn how to write with these. like, what? My, my dad is right-handed, but left-footed. So, like, if he plays soccer and shit, like, he leads out with his left foot. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. My dad is all sports lefty, anything else righty. Like, uh, you know, he writes righty. Like, he'll, uh, when he shoots his gun, he shoots righty. 
Okay. But See, I shoot lefty. I shoot pool. I'll shoot a gun lefty. Yeah. If it involves like eyesight and like training, I think I use my my left eye is yeah. stronger. So I, it's weird. I'm a southpaw okay. with that. Yeah. That's the only thing. He throws lefty. He plays hockey lefty, or huh. he played hockey lefty. But I'm like, man, I go, you're off. It's sorts of fucked up. Everything for but, me is lefty. Like I shoot my gun lefty, pool lefty, bowl lefty, throw lefty, play hockey lefty. I draw lefty. Uh, everything. So Tom's the devil. Uh, it could so, be. Could be. So everybody what knows. is it? That, what are we on? The third Antichrist? So I'd be the third one, right? Behind Adolf Hitler, which I don't want to be yeah, put in that group. That. Yeah, I know. Exactly. That's why <laughs> That's why I'm giving myself 45. I didn't, so even, I know, you know, I didn't even know there were two, two other Antichrists. I didn't know this was. I guess there was one other one before Hitler. I don't know. Me Fuck either. Fuck it. I, I didn't even know there I'm was one. I'm not going back that so. far. I didn't... <laughs> It's only, yeah, it's like 80 years. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 80? Yeah. Yeah. 39? Yeah. Wow. 40? Yeah. Jesus. What else? We got any more hockey to talk about? Any more Blackhawks? I'm, I'm not thinking of anything unless no, you I got had something else. to bring up. Yeah. No. Uh, Which is one we're just going to have to wait and see, bullshit. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, NHL, hopefully it starts. We we <laughs> still got, we, we can still play as players. Yeah. And even if they shut shit down, we're going into parking lots and we're taking over parking lots. Really? I will. Okay. Yeah, just I've, done it. I've done it. Before. When you say taking over parking lot, oh, wait, like, like hanging out in the parking lots or like you freezing the parking lot over? Like inline in the parking lot. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, Maybe. this is why, Tony. Maybe. This is why you got to start playing inline because at least you'll get some sort of probably not resemblance of hockey. Probably not. I don't know. Well, then you're going to miss out, my friend. It's just a jump I don't know if I want to make. <laughs> I don't know. It's a jump you should make. I mean, there's if there's no other option, Tony, what are you gonna do? Part of me is you gonna cheerlead on the side or like drink beer watching us play. So part of me is thinking I want to get a new pair of skates, not because I need a new pair of skates, but no. because I want a new pair of skates because my skates. Which reminds me, you yeah. gotta take them. They're in the box. Yeah. Um, I want to get a new pair of skates because I don't love the pair of, the one I have now. And I can use the one I have now, just take those holders off and make those inlines and just use those all that, the time. Yeah. And then those would actually get broken in because I'd probably use those more on a daily basis. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's down the road. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> all right. In- I wish I could do it. I don't have a riveter, but I used to mount the chassis. Inline is just, dude, I don't know. I have a... There we go. I- I'm very against it because you don't have edges. I don't like it. I don't, so, I don't know. It's it's almost the same motion. You use a few different muscles. Like you, it seems like it's more your calves get tired rather than your quads when you're playing in line. But you have to. It, it's a good leg workout because you have more friction. You're you on use wheels a ball and not, too. Um, it depends. Like the uh, the rink at 115th there in uh, Western and Kennedy Park. Mm-hmm. It's like that deck hockey style, but you can still use inline wheels on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I use a puck out there. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't but know. a parking lot, it's got to be that really smooth asphalt to use a puck out there. Usually it's a ball, though. Yeah. You know? I figure. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, if it's that really smooth stuff, yeah, you can use a puck. It actually slides pretty good, you know? Yeah. The problem is when it hits a crack and it fucking smokes up right in your shins. Just got to get into the tennis, tennis courts, dude. Without the well, press. that's the other thing is the tennis courts are so gritty, pucks don't slide well on that because it's, it's like sliding a puck across sandpaper. Yeah, okay. You know, like 120 grit sandpaper, it's just not going to work. It's got to be like that seam sealed coated like uh, asphalt. 
Okay. You know, yeah. that's actually pretty good. Like the shit they used to ride your bike on when it rains because you could skid out for like 30 feet. Right. If okay. you ever did that. I don't know if you ever did that. No, not really. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. I, I, this is why I don't like inline. For some reason, you tell me like I'm gonna get beat the fuck up on the ice. Well, even now, like, I don't want to get hit, but like I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with like physical contact and shit like that. Yeah, it's more so like I know if I fall on the ice, I'm not gonna like scrape my face off. Like if I fall on the on the asphalt, like yeah. I might look like Two Face. Like that's well, I guess that's <laughs> how are you falling? Like just dead dead style, where your arms are behind you, just going. <laughs> Face into the gravel? I don't, I don't know, man. Like, what? There's, what? There's, there's too much. You know what? You, everybody that falls put their hands up first. Okay, same shit. Like, I don't know. You have gloves. You're, I, like, I wear gloves. I well, guess. I I it's just one of those like weird. There's a there's some things I'm just like, I don't like the idea of my body that kind of harm. <laughs> Putting my body in that kind of harm. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, but playing ice hockey with the puck could damage your face <laughs> and actually... Blades that could chop fingers off, you're okay with. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> completely fine. Right, I guess okay. See, I, told I guess you, you got to weigh the pros and cons. See, man. I don't know why, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we play inline, it's not as aggressive than ice because none of us wear pads except for our gloves. Okay. Like, yeah. I'll, wear, I'll wear a cup out there if I'm playing with a few people. Like shin guards? You don't wear shin guards? No. What? No. That's weird. I would wear shin guards at least. I don't want my no. fucking shins getting whacked. Well, you don't. You can control your stick. We all control our sticks. You're not sw- swiping at it. If you swipe at it, you can. But we can control our sticks to where yeah, we like bring it back. Very the problem loose is, definition of control is your stick. You, okay. As the person who has the puck, when you go to shield and you put that lead leg out there, and you forget, like, oh, I don't have shin shin guards on to block the stick, and it just it's not his fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Because that's how you usually. Well, it does. It hurts for a little bit. It's all right. Speaking of shins, dude, I watched um, <laughs> UFC like yesterday. A couple yeah. of my buddies are into that shit, and it's it's interesting to watch. Like, I still there's still part of me that's like, this is kind of fucking. This is kind of fucked up, but like most of me is like, it's pretty interesting. Uh, the leg kicks, dude. I'm like, they're oh, just yeah. like going at each. I'm like, ow, fuck. Oh yeah. And then like going at it like five, six, seven times around. I'm like, that looks brutal. Yeah. Like, fuck but you can that. build. You can build. Bone calluses on your shins where it doesn't hurt as much. It's just I like know, anything else. I know, that's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, that's sort of like one of those things. I'm like, this, I like the idea of going in and trying to like spar. I've always flirted with the idea of like boxing training. Okay. Because I like the idea of the workout. Oh, it's but a great workout. But I, o- I always stop at like the idea of like, man, I kind of want to get into a ring. Then I'm like, well. I kind of don't want to get punched in the face. Right. I'm like, I kind of want to get into a ring. But there's someone else in that ring that wants to punch me. Right. I don't want that. Right. So that's where, like, I'm like, hmm, no. Like, I like, I always stop there. Because, again, like, those workouts look fucking intense as shit. We Whoa. did, like, not obviously, you know, MMA or UFC or any of those kinds of workouts, but we would do, like, CrossFit shit, too. Yeah. And I'm like, this is brutal. Yeah. Like, hit the so, heavy bag, you know, 45, 55-pound heavy bag. Yeah. That's so it's... Stuff. That's great stuff, man. Yeah, I don't that know. burns some calories. That you'll you'll be sore after, like going around with like a heavy bag for at least one one and a half minutes, two minutes, dude. Fuck, dude, you're well, exhausted. I was one of the couple of the fights yesterday, like the, by the third round, these dudes are just like holding each other up against the the octagon. I was like, yeah, and you could tell. I'm like, 
they are so gassed. Oh, yeah. And the, dude, the rounds are only like, what, four minutes, three minutes or some shit? They only do three I of think, them. Yeah, like, but I, like the main event is usually five, five-minute rounds. Main event's five, but yeah, even these three-round ones, I was like, Oh, dude, yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, well, they get, are, what do they get? Like a minute and a half, two minutes break in between? Yeah. Kind of like how boxing is? That's uh-huh. insane. It is. That's not enough to, you know. Boxing, you go, what, 12 rounds normally, though? Is a, the, the uh, title fights are 12? Yeah, is it 12? 12 or is it like 13? Don't they have to have an odd? Nine. I don't know. Just in case if it's... Yeah. All that shit. No, maybe it is It's 12. interesting. Fuck, I don't know. I, that I, stuff I, fascinates me because it is. It's just singular, like, yeah. mono e mono. Right. Like... And then, like, same thing with the women, too. I watched, I was watching some of the women's fights, dude. Oh, man. When I watched a couple with my buddies, back when my buddy, one of my buddies was still here, he moved to Arizona. Yeah. This, <laughs> this was the night where, um, uh, Askren, Ben Askren got put to sleep in, like, six seconds. I don't know if you remember that. I, I The flying knee to the face. I've seen that, plenty of those, so, yeah. a bell to you? Oh, know? yeah. It was, this fight was touted. It was supposed to go crazy. It literally, it lasted six seconds. Yeah. Dudes, and that was, like, the title fight. Before that, I think that was a title fight. Before that, there were, like, three other knockouts in the women's fight. It was, I think it was Amanda Nunes. She was fighting, I don't remember the other chick. The other chick, like, went in for a kick, exposed herself. Pretty sure Amanda Nunes just fucking high kicks this chick in the face. Boom, down, knockout. I was like, yeah, it's ridiculous. That was so cool. (laughs) Like... See, back back when I was growing up, there was no MMA or anything like that, but there was always boxing. And obviously, when I was growing up, number one heavyweight boxer was Mike Tyson. Yeah. So the reason why I don't know how many rounds a real boxing match goes is because Tyson used to knock him out in the first round almost every time. Well, so it's... And I mean, it was... So, I, like, I don't even know. It's funny you even That's what I was that. used to. Because I'm watching these fights, and I'm that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, if I, like... Put myself in their shoes. Like, would I want to try and have the stamina to go this many rounds? I think you would obviously want to have that to potentially go that many rounds. Right. But I'm like, dude, I just want to knock you the fuck out. Either right. that or, like, make you tap. Because you can, like, do well, arm bars right. and shit like that. Well, it depends. Day, right? like, you train for said individual you're going to be matched that, up against. Right. I guess that's the other part. I like, if you know you can't watching. win, it's like, dude, you got you to gotta beat him by decision. Right. So you're going to have to play, like, the rope dope and kind of... So, but then that's one of those things where it's like, do you want to try and be on the offensive? Do you want to be the fighter that my opponent has to try and adapt their style to me? Right. Or am I the one that's like, man, Tom just likes fucking throwing uppercuts. I'm going to get behind him and like choke him out. Right. So I don't know the, it, it's one of those weird, fascinating things. But then I also remember like they're getting bashed in the skull. I'm like, you know, CTE and shit like that. I'm like, right. uh, I don't know if I love that, but I don't know. It's one of those really weird things. I like, mean, let's I put it this like way. I mean, how many, how many is it until you get CTE? Like eight concussions? No, dude. I think it's like two. Two? Yeah, because there have been well, like you know, high what? school football players. So you got at least two times that you get put to sleep where it's like, okay, well, my career is done. Sweet. <laughs> Like just you know how you get concussed from one nice good hit to the face, right? Like, yeah. You know you oh, can right. like micro concuss yourself from well, hitting your I think hitting that your head on well, the Well, after that, after that, after getting hit in the face and getting put to sleep, I mean, I'm sure that's going to reevaluate your career choice. <laughs> we'll see, but then that's where I think about it, right? I'm like, okay, I have to remember that like this is something they are doing. 
I'm not doing it. Right, yeah. It's like, great entertainment, but it's like, no. Right. Like, I, when I was... I was in martial arts when I was a younger kid. Not MMA. It was much more traditional. It's like yeah. a Japanese martial art I was in. And we would spar, you know, in class. I was always on the defense. I never liked being more aggressive. Yeah. And like, I don't want to hurt And it was like basically being a defensive style fighter, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. It was mostly like 50-50. Either it'd be great and I'd like smoke the guy being that way. Or someone was so, not so aggressive, but very good at being aggressive. Very elusive. Yeah, that it's like you 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 gotta match their intensity or else right you can you're you're gonna get lit up. But I mean, it wasn't we couldn't hit in the head or anything. It was like lower points yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I said, it's much more traditional. It wasn't like that stuff. So, but that's that's how I always even when I used to fight my brother, I was always like waiting to see what he'd do because <laughs> we would always. I yeah. mean, we're brothers. We fight right. a lot. I hadn't really seen an elbow connect until yesterday. Isn't the elbow like they say, like one of the oh hardest bones? Oh my god! Ever oh, it's bad, dude. They were playing that shit on the replay, and you can just hear it. Oh, you the crack! Just, oh yeah, I'm like, oh, <gasps> that sound and is like, just like. And then I oh. saw the dude's face that, like, because I, I bet on the fight, and it ended up being a draw. And I was like, it was the last round, and this dude landed a couple of bows, and the guy that I bet on, like, was seeing fucking stars. I was like, I didn't, I didn't catch them hit, and then they played the replay. I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. I would, I would be asleep. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, dude. Um, I don't know where my brain made this connection, but I want to now talk about. We're gonna pivot here. I want to talk about um, horror movies and the weird rules. That is of a horror very. Movies. That is a v- rules. Yes, there are rules of horror movies. All right, lay it on me, because that's my best genre, so I want to... My favorite genre, so I want to... Like, the, you don't know the, like, basic slasher movie, like, rule no, set? that's not horror movies. That's just slasher movies. Those are... Yeah, they're all written the same fucking way. That's why I'm not a big fan. Like, I, I like the more terrifying, terrorizing, fucked up... Like, when you go to... Like, I, I watched this one. It wasn't that bad. My mom didn't like it. It was, it was fucking weird. It was called The Taking of Deborah Logan. And that okay. night, like, I had a... The most terrifying fucking dream I've had in a long time. Okay. Woke up, had to like read my book for a little while to get to bed. I had the light on. I'm like, fucking A. I'm like, that was messed up. But I mean, like, I'm going to go pick up Dr. Seuss. But yeah, but the the movie at the time didn't scare me. But those are the ones I like. The slasher ones are basically like your Jason's, your Nightmare on Elm Street. like, I watch it just for like, they were like the original Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween in 1978. Like those paved the way. Yeah, to better movies, right. you know what I mean, and they're still good in cla- in a classic sense. They don't scare me, nonetheless. But yeah. I could see where you're going with the rules in the slasher movies. There's, that's very. I think typical. the rule. I think the rules have been modified. I think you can. I see. This is one of those things where I just pulled this out of my ass, uh, so I don't have like a ton of research. But it. Well, the I research think, is basically just watching the movies. Exactly. I, right. You know, and I. I'm going to be honest, I can't recount extreme pinpoints of plots, but I'm going to say some shit that okay. requires me to have a basic understanding of movies. I think you can put a Clearly. a rough outline over, like, the paranormal movies. Like, I think... Oh, God. Not, not paranormal activity, but I'm saying, like, the ones where, like, there's a haunting or, like, oh, um, yeah. all of the, like, the Annabelle movies, all, that whole, like, story arc, right? Like, I think there's well, a that's, loose... That's real. Yeah, but I still think there's a loose. It, no matter how whether it's real or not, there's still a story behind it, and there's right. still well, the, some sort of 
blueprint to it. Well, the whole that whole premise from the nun to Annabelle creation to Annabelle to Conjuring One, Conjuring Two, that's actually how that storyline goes. Yeah, it's the same demon in every single one, and, and the demon is called Valak, and that is it's it's a real thing. Is it following the the two demon hunters then? Is uh, that no, re- it's is just, that really what the story is then? The story is basically just where this demon had derived from and where, how it's evolved in different aspects in these different stories. And it's always been the same same demon that's possessed either a person or how, you know, it's they're all, it's always involved. Yeah. You know, but I guess it's more so, yeah, like uh, Warren, the wife, I forget her first name, um, she, uh she always, uh, I guess, saw that demon. I mean, it could be, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's someone. I was say so, like they not, battle you, against that you, one. I haven't gone that deep. Those down are some of my rabbit. favorite movies too. I haven't gone movie. deep enough down that rabbit hole, and that is one of those sets of movies that I, I got them all. People tell me I would really like them because it is very origin story. It keeps like pulling a layer oh, of the great. onion back, right? It's like great. I love that kind of shit. And it's um, it's there the way they're written, Tony. It's it's very entertaining and it is real creepy. Like yeah. you know, there's a few times it's not like those as we're talking about rules like the the scare tactics where they're yeah. like, you know, jump scares. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. It's like certain things where like you imagine like if that was happening to me, I'd be fucking petrified. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you actually immerse yourself in some of these storylines. Let me ask stuff. you though, it's okay, but like for for instance, which one is it where like they're in the fucking there's a house in the family and the dog dies at the beginning. What's which one is that? Is that the conjuring? That's the first conjuring, yes. Okay. And in the well, series just, that's the fourth one if you watch it from beginning to end. Let me just ask you a, uh, an honest <laughs> to God realistic question. If, yeah. if you move into that house, yeah, and your dog dies, right. How much longer are you staying at that motherfucking house? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, see, now that's Like you're the getting the fuck out of that bitch. Like, come on! The other thing is, is the dog died. I mean, you could have been that. They were in the wilderness. It could have been attacked by another fucking animal. Who knows? Okay, so that would your, like your, your dog's like barking at the house. Right, like, exactly. But would you not be skeptic? You, think of it. Think, yeah, you got to really say like, yeah, it doesn't it, make sense. Yeah. You can stay there. But like, when people are starting to get dragged across the floor, I'm like, yeah, guess what? We're fucking out of here. But the other thing, the reason why they, <laughs> you know what I mean? But the yeah. other thing, the reason why it, they say it is like. Here's the whole. Here's a, a real story about it. Like poltergeist, yeah. If you if you have poltergeist, you leave the house and that's it. The problem with that storyline was is that she was possessed, and when you leave the house, the demon comes with you because you're possessed. It's not like a demon can't move from house to house. It has to have a host to latch onto, and that's the thing. They're like, if you move, it's just gonna follow you. So then, okay, wait a minute. Now, now I need to understand. This is we're going down a. I mean, this is this is or, it's or it's, I, it's a week from Halloween. So I, I, mean, I know I, I like it. This is I, I want to keep going down this. I just need to kind of I need to take a minute and and think about how I want to phrase this question. Okay. <laughs> because like, so demons possess humans. Correct. Uh, I, so they they can't possess like a house. What what possesses no, like they'll a, stay, a thing? They'll stay at the house, but in order, like I said, it needs a host. Right. To so like, is is a demon? Are, are there varying levels of demons? Like, am I, if I'm a really powerful demon, I can possess a human. But if I'm just, I like, a bitch that. demon, I can only, like, possess a doorknob. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine, you never know. Like, like I said, there's imagine? a difference. There's demons that are poltergeists. Poltergeists are usually ghosts that just haunt a house. And it's just a house that's haunted. And so now how do you become a poltergeist? 
Do you know I that? Know. Like, usually if there's some sort of tragedy that happens, like someone, you tragically die in the house, usually they can't find their way. Where does my power, I guess, but like how powerful do how? I become, right? Like, am I, am I a poltergeist? I'm like, man, well, dude, like, I, I can only like, like, I, I'm a motherfucking ghost. I can like, <laughs> I can apparate through shit, but like, I have right. a, I have an ankle bracelet on. Well, I can't see, go past. Like, exactly. That's what bullshit. it is. Like, it's kind of like being well. That's the whole storyline behind purgatory. You know and what then I mean? Is that why they're bored and that why they haunt people? Then well, they like, haunt people. The other thing that charges a poltergeist, like I, you know, I read and watch a lot of stupid stuff. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I mean, this is what I always read. Or, but one of the things is like usually it's it's electrical charges. So I mean, if nobody lives in the house, yeah, there's certain things. But if there's other people, people actually give off electricity, and usually the poltergeists can. It become a little bit more powerful because they take some of the energy. It's like a battery. That happens. What? It's like a battery. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's stuff like that. But like yeah, a rechargeable battery. Yeah. When they talk about like, yeah, wouldn't you move out of the house? Well, fuck yeah, you move out of the house. But if that person has been possessed, which you don't know, um, it's just gonna follow you to the next place and the next place and the next place. Just like with the the Annabelle doll, you know. That's how. That's how sinister was. Oh, I love that one. That, that the one's, the that second one, one sucks. One. The first one was the second one was good. I, well, you already knew that. Like, I like the first the one because a, you didn't know. The second one was a good continuation because it it picked it up. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. there wasn't that like wow factor of the right. the uh, demon or whatever. See, so like what? Okay, so that what is that? Is it is the that one? I don't know. That's just a made up thing. Is the. Because it's the medium, right? It's it's the way it's the vehicle in which the demon possesses things. It's the the host of it. So is correct. it correct? That thing jumped through. media. It's like a gateway. That thing jumped through media. Mm-hmm. It, it jumped from like because if in the second one was it the first one or the second one where they talk about how this demon has jumped uh, timelines, but it started out first like one. in pictures and then it was in yeah, radio one, yeah. and then it now it's in in film, yeah. right? Um, yeah, or no, no, you're the, right. It was the second one that they explained it. That the 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 cop from the first one explains it in the second one. The first one he finds out that it's a timeline from he house to find, house. Yeah, he finds a timeline from house to house, and then he Correct. finds the image and talks to that professor, right? Yes. And the professor does like the basic research, and then I think in the second one, whatever. Yeah. So I guess is that see that's really fucked up. Then it can just jump. That's like an all powerful one. How do I become that kind of demon? Well, I Do know. I become that kind like of demon, said, or is that something? Is that like a creation story? That's a creation story. So are we kind of? Sure. Is that more so than like? I don't want to talk religion particularly, right? But yeah. like religion, like creation, right? So yeah. like God and the devil and shit like that. So is that like that then, or like did someone I would die? Think so. Did someone die back in like eight hundred well, AD and was like, I'm gonna fuck some shit up? They they always say that there's someone like someone that always opens up a gateway. Someone that's like in a satanic cult, they open up a gateway and these things Cthulhu. come through and they don't know how to fucking close it. And now these things are running rampant and do whatever the hell they want. It's it's. Are you into Lovecraft? What H.P. Lovecraft? I have no idea what that is. The author, H.P. Lovecraft, Cthulhu, the Cthulhu mythos, and all that shit? No. Really? Yeah. I am surprised you've never heard of H.P. Lovecraft. Okay. Uh, yeah, you'll have to look him up. I'll get you a book. Okay. Uh, I, I think you might like it. It's very... very they're otherworldly. It yeah. gets very mythic. There's, so is it a fiction? It's all fiction, yeah. But it's okay. one of those kind of one of those weird things where, like, it's fiction, but people have taken it literally. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, would, that's yeah. the whole thing. I mean, that's... Uh, like the whole thing with uh, 
It's if, if we of... go back in time, like Amityville, like that's a real place, Amityville House. Mm-hmm. That's a real place, and it's because all the bad stuff that has happened. The Lizzie Borden House. If you you know what Lizzie Borden is. I know the the name, but I don't know what you're talking about. She's the one that killed her stepmother and her father with an axe, and she got acquitted because they said she didn't do it, and there it could have been someone else. It's and it's never been proven whether or not she did it. It's it's hard to say, but that house they say that if she did do it, that house they said now it's a, now it's a, <laughs> it's a landmark. Uh, no, no, you Museum? can actually it's like a bed and breakfast place now. You can <sighs> say there, but anyways, hold on. <laughs> Since I'm on that, is is that uh, the reason why they say that there's a possibility that she was possessed, that she did that, is because there were tragedies in that house that happened before, and they're saying that the house actually has a demon in there that oh, get possesses the fuck people. Out of here. Hold on, wait a minute, time out. I just have one question. Go ahead. Is this the defense they used in court? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm just saying this is All something right. that I that I watched. <laughs> All right, All I right. watched the whole thing on on Lizzie Borden and the okay. house that everything took place in because I think it was on like up in New London somewhere, Connecticut maybe. I can't remember. Maybe. Okay. All right. But anyways, what happened years before the Lizzie Borden murders is some woman for some reason just got it in her head, took her kids out to the well, drowned both of her kids, and then sealed up the well, and that happened in the same house. So they're Are thinking there, is- that it's something with the house that's. Because these tragedies that keep happening are at the same on the same lot, same land. So just like Amityville, yeah, Amityville, that one guy, like the the real guy, killed the whole family, like his three siblings, mother and father, with a shotgun. Like that really happened. And then later on, some people moved in, and the husband was ra- acting really crazy, and he was he was trying to kill his family. I mean, it was it was wild. But as soon as they moved out of the house. Welcome to Tomahawks. They were all right. Yeah, they were, they were all right. Well, I mean, you know, this is the Halloween edition. See, so like, okay, now I guess that's not a demon then, right? That's just some... That's, that's a, I would almost... There's a gateway, something say, that, that happened in like that area. A, yeah. yeah, that sounds now kind yeah. of like I'm, a, I'm thinking... That's why I don't fuck with Ouija boards, man, because that, you, you know... I'm more so that's thinking another like, thing. like Stephen King, kind of like 11, 22, 63 gateway I like the more, type idea. Yeah, I like the more realistic things that can that are like i said that's folklore but there's some truth behind it you know what i mean i love movies like that because you're like wow like that movie strangers it's such an odd movie Mm -hmm. it's a terrorizing movie and the worst line in the movie is when they got them both tied up they know that they're gonna die and you know Liv tyler her last she goes why are you doing this to us and the girl responds she's like because you were home like that was it, you know. Like we had nothing else better. Like we chose to do this. You were the unlucky couple that were at the house, and you were home. And a, this is what's going to happen. Version of um, the fuck's the book? Uh, not crime and punishment. Um, the fucking Russian author, and the whole book. God damn it, dude! I'm oh man, I'm angry at myself now. Uh, I'll think of it later. But the point of the, the, the book is, like, the dude, he's like, I'm going to go kill this bitch. Like, yeah. I'm going to do it. And then he does it. And, like, then he's, like, riddled with grief, right? Like, oh, I'm just right, going right. to do it because I can. It's what really fucks me up, the, the because we can thing. I, so, bit of a pivot. <laughs> I played GTA a lot, Grand Theft Auto, with my buddy. Right. And they this game is very realistic, extremely realistic to the point of, like, I am a kingpin in the city and right. like you go and rob the casino, right? Well, yeah. dude, I'm here to rob the casino 
Unfortunately, the employees are collateral damage. It just so happens that Johnny came into work today and he's not going home because yeah. I need to go get the gold in the vault. Like, exactly. It's like, <laughs> so, like, it's not a horror movie, right? But I'm wow. like, dude, and we, <laughs> the worst part is, like, I think about it actually in literal terms, right? Because, like, not only do you do it over and over because it's a video game, you can yeah. do that, right? But even in the game, the, one of the members of the crew after you hit the casino, after I go in and murder a shitload of people to go steal a couple million dollars worth of gold, you get a text afterwards. The dude's like, yo, motherfuckers, let's go do that shit again. Like, like yeah. even like in game yeah, life, they're like, let's go, let's yeah. go steal more shit. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, I, I always think about it with my, like, we'll joke about it. We'll like go into the casino and there'll be a dude just chilling like, today's not your day, buddy. Like, <laughs> Oh, sorry about you drew it. the short stick, pal. For real, like you just like yo man, you drew stairwell duty today. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. it. Like Gunther yeah. over there, he's over in the elevator. He's fine. That is not the way we chose to take today. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. It's, so it, that's and it's one of those things where it obviously in the video game sense it's fun, right? You're just like bing bing, like headshots galore. Right. Like who that's, gives a fuck? But then if you put it in real life, I'm like. Fuck this is pretty that, bad, dude. Yeah, like no way. Yeah, we joke around, like, dude, imagine doing this shit in real life. Because we, a, the amount of times we've done it, it's super easy. It's a video game, right? There's no right. like tension. And we're like, do you imagine like actually put yourself like we're actually driving in the fucking casino? Like, think about that. Yeah, right. right. Like, like what, what, like at you know what, what point, shit we're about ready to do? Yeah, like, and, and we talk yeah. about like at what point in real life do you think you can steal yourself enough? To, to get like what point is it in this mission where you're like not shitting I, yourself I yeah that's I don't it, know it is it's interesting that's, to think to, to say that at, at the very end of that movie Strangers they're mm-hmm. driving and the one girl turns the other one and she goes it'll be easier next time for you I'm like fuck I'm like that's weird dude that's so weird I'm like that's so fucked up yeah, and is. then the the second one of that movie I didn't like. I'm like, yeah, hey, the sequel of that. I'm like, they could have just ended it okay. and been fine. Yeah, you know, I'm like, ah, they should have just ended it. And it sometimes I like when the the cliffhanger, like that's what yeah. they did. That's it's what they perfect. did. In, um, they didn't do it in the movie. In the book, in Fight Club book, they had yeah. a cliffhanger that you're like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> that <Absolutely>. literally. <laughs> the last couple pages, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, this wasn't in the movie. That's why. Did you see that movie Triangle? Like I told oh you about. Oh my god! No, I haven't seen that. Yet. Oh man, my, my, I showed it to my mom. She's like, I didn't like that. I don't get it. And I'm like, that that's why I like this sounds... movie because you can have a. I'm like, if I watch this movie with like four of my friends, all movie buffs, you know, like you, my friend Manny, she's really big in that stuff. A few other like, where we talk about the movies afterwards. Mm-hmm. If we were to all watch that movie, like everybody would have their own little idea to put in on what they their outtake of the movie was and we would have probably like a four or five hour conversation of just this movie alone and you'd be able to keep on there's so many layers to this movie you'd be able to add on more and more and more every time and when somebody else had a different viewpoint you'd be like oh i didn't think of it from that side that's actually pretty cool you know yeah and that's why i love this movie i was like why didn't you know it's just she goes well what i'm like well what do you like and that like, rage. you know, I go, that's what it is. That's how this movie is. That's, you know, she likes the movies that have, like, an ending. Like, there has to be an ending. Yeah. You know, like the movie Oculus. She hated the ending of that. I don't know. That was a scary one. one. I think I know the movie, but I don't think I saw it. It's 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 a great movie. 
But my mom's like, oh, I didn't like the end. I didn't, you know, I wasn't expecting that. And like, that's why I was so fucking great. That's why I was so great. Because like you said, there are rules in these movies. And when they go against the rules that yeah. we're so accustomed to with these endings. And they go against the rules. You're like, you either love it or you hate it. Right. There's people like, oh, well, you know, I didn't see that coming. You know, I wish they would have done it this way. It's like, fuck that. That's why I loved it. Because I didn't see it coming. And I was yeah. just like, son of a bitch. You know? Right. Yeah. You're left You're left with the jaw dropped. Yeah. That's what I love. I don't know. I don't, how long have we been going for now? Hour and seven. Oh, hour and seven? So we got, okay. Well. So we touched on movies. Let's, let's cap it off with a little bit, of, even though we've been talking about scary movies. Yeah. Which I think... We should probably bring that on the podcast, like a little half hour of scary movie talk. That's not bad. I don't know if we can do that every week. No, 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 no. Like once in a while, like have a little, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. But Halloween's coming up a week from, well, six days from now. Yeah. Next Saturday. Yep. You got parties or anything you're going to, or what are you going to be doing that day, Tony? Going to a buddy's party. Yeah, they're they're having a little little. Oh, that's right. Day. You're saying yeah. I'm like a co-host, but I and are you going anything. to be dressing up? Uh, I don't know yet. I've got. I had a couple of ideas. They're being laid on. Uh, what, what are the What are the ideas, Tone? They're doing a a costume with two of them, and there are other characters that I could incorporate into that costume. And just for the sake of everything, I don't know who the hell listens to this, but I don't want to say their costumes if this is like it is supposed to be a surprise. But I might do some shit with that. Or I was thinking about since I'm not a ref anymore, I've got a couple of refing uniforms. I could just put some red paint on it. There you go. Black in my eye. Have fun with that. That's easy. Um, I don't know. I hadn't to, again to be completely honest. I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> okay. So I don't. Again, costumes just. Eh, it's not something. <laughs> fuck it. I don't know. It's too much work. <laughs> too much work. Yes. Jesus, Tony. I seriously, dude. You're like you're like the busiest, laziest person I know. If you can, if you can actually bring those two together, that is. A if you very, think about it, that is a very accurate, busiest, <laughs> laziest person. Like this guy's always do something, but then you ask him to do something. Ah, nah, that's just too much work. It's like what? <laughs> there are but you bust your ass every day. But like just to get ready, <laughs> just to get ready for like Halloween costume, you're like, ah, you know, it's too much work. Yeah. You yeah, know? and that sounds like something that, like, my payoff really isn't that. Like, for the amount of work that I have to put into it, my personal payoff doesn't feel that great. So I'm like, ah, do I, re- do I really want to put that much time and effort into this? I don't know. Uh, or would yeah. I rather, like, be playing video games? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. See? Yeah. Okay. Like, doing well, something right. else. All right, know? let me like, ask you. I don't know. When we were growing up, everybody kind of liked Halloween because, you know, that was so growing up. When you're like, what was your? Everybody if you can not re- kind of like Halloween time. Okay, well you didn't, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I still do. Well, if you can remember, I don't know why I just sounded like that. If you, remember, if you can you remember, remember, what was? Yeah, right. What was your favorite Halloween costume that you were like, oh, this is pretty awesome. Like, it was one of those times where you actually was like, well, I want to do this, you know. Hmm. Or. If it's if it was for Halloween, was it something else where you actually got into a costume? You're like, you know, like it was a costume party, not just Halloween, but preferably Halloween since we're on the. So it wasn't Halloween. It was a bar crawl that I put together for my uh, for the rink at school. Yeah, down in school. Okay. Um, it was what the 
hell was it? It was a theme, and since we were the rink, I think I did, was it Hockey Bros and Figure Skating Hoes or some shit? Nice. You know, like the two things at the rink. Now, I tell you that theme, what would you expect me to dress up as? I would expect you to dress up as a hockey player, but... I borrowed one of my... One of the friends that I know on the figure skating team, I borrowed one of her dresses. Nice. I was going to say, but, you know, I did. sometimes so you got to throw a I, loop. I spared everybody. I had pants on just in case, you know, because the skirts kind of came up and I didn't. She's like, dude, you can't rip this. So I was like, I won't. Relax, okay? Like, You're, t- Yeah, but you are going on a hockey bar crawl. No matter, <laughs> I mean, regardless of, of the size and everything, it's like, well, I'm going on a bar crawl, so... Things could get a little crazy. Well, no, dude. She meant, like, I can't zip the back. Like, I had to... Like, oh. I was loosely wearing it. It didn't fit. What's the point? <laughs> Very scandalous, Tony. Very scandalous. So... What's uh, even worse is, like, you have, like, the hairiest fucking legs ever. So if you didn't have... If you had not worn pants... Oh, my God. They are kind of hairy. That would have been... So, yeah, well, whatever. So, yeah, I, I wore... Uh, I did that. That was fun. I enjoyed that the most. And I even, like, so I wore, like, warm-ups to the first, like, place that we went to. Was it yeah. a bar crawl or an apartment crawl? Whatever. It was, it was a drinking event. So did you have, like, the breakaway pants? They weren't breakaways, oh, but they man. were, I, I, they were, um, they were, like, swishy pants. So, like, I, nice. I took them off and I was like, hey, check it out. Look, I'm wearing a skirt. Jesus. Uh, and she, dude, they actually, they also had a medal, too. I'm like, Caitlin, can I borrow the medal? So, like, I wore the, I wore the full, like, essential. I was like... <laughs> Did you skating. have gloves on? Did you have the gloves? Dude, the fuck... I, I have a picture. I have to remember if the fucking... If their dress actually had, like, it was down to... It was a full sleeve. I don't fully remember. It wow. might have been. One of... My left hand might have been sleeved. Why don't you fully remember, Tony? Because it was a while ago. And it was a bar crawl? You know, uh, beverages were consumed. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know. That's I, You know, I give you... I give you I give you a lot of props for uh, being that ballsy and uh, going out, you know, ballsy, pun intended, <laughs> wearing that. I find it funny. There, there's something, and I, <laughs> I remember talking about this with, with a girl I dated one time. I was like, dude, I find it funny, like, when dudes dress up as chicks or, like, chicks dress I find it funny when they right. kind of break that, like... Break the mold. I always think, especially, like, in the Halloween setting, like, I've always thought it's been funny when, like, you do Hugh Hefner and the bunny, yeah. but the dude's the bunny. Like, it, I always think it's hilarious. I'm like, dude, that's funny. It's witty. Right. Like, cool. I don't need to see your girlfriend in, like, a scantily clad shit. Like, it's funny when you are in scantily clad shit. Right. Obviously, like, you know, do I want to see it? Sure. Whatever. It's fine. It's a nice sight for most, in it's, most it's instances. It's eye candy. That's why, you know. But, like, I find it funny. I can find that anywhere. Yeah, it's exactly. funny. Yeah, when throw a dart. So. Well, t- I, I go the other way. I, I agree. Like, if a girl dresses up. It's like a slutty Freddy Krueger or some shit. That's weird. That doesn't make sense. Hold on. Well, there are costumes out there that you, are... There's slutty everything. I know. So There's a slutty slut. I know. Right. But I see that and I'm like this. I'm like, really? But if the girl dressed up and she like performed great and it was almost like a character where she looked like Freddy Krueger, had the makeup on and everything, the prosthetics, I'd be like... See, that scares me. That, I'd be like, dude, that's awesome. But I mean, that's that's what I look. I'm more impressed with that when girls like really get into character on Halloween and they're just like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get banged tonight or some shit like that. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Or I'm gonna look so cute with all my friends and it's gonna be nice. Like, I want to see a girl like dress up like 
fucking if she if she dressed up like a if she did a perfect rendition of let's say Wednesday Adams, you know, not slutty, just like weird looking, pale face, everything. Who's Wednesday you know what I mean? Adams from the Adams family? Oh, okay, the daughter. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Now. You know, I I wanted to say Morticia, but Morticia always wore really tight dresses, and Morticia was like. She was like the goth goddess behind, um, what's her name, Elvira, you know? Yeah. So it's it's stuff like that, you know? I mean, I, I just like, if they really get into character and they, you know, they do a good job with it, I'm more impressed with that, you know? Or like a weird, crazy looking like demon or like a, a great vampire look, you know, just like really in there. I'm like, great. Yeah. Good job. That's what. That's what. Uh, See, that just doesn't like. I don't know. I am so f- the. That's opposite. just too much. Too much work for you. Yeah, dude. Like, one of my. I have a friend that is into that shit. And, like, I think it's cool. I more power to her. But like personally, dude, she like uh, she did uh, some makeup work on her leg to make it look like it was like scabbed over, like burned. Cool. And she's like, it would be cooler if I had fake blood. And she did a thing a couple years ago where her arm looked like it was exposed. It's really cool. I that's in, it's interesting. Wow, that's but impressive. Man. I don't want it. <laughs> like I find it cool when other people do it. Right? It is. It's one of those things where like it's it's neat, but I'm not doing yeah. it. Like, see, I, I I like doing it. The one time me and this girl, I, uh, this girl and I was dating, that I was dating. I don't think I said that right. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't matter. She had tickets. She's like, "Do you want to go to a zombie prom?" I'm like, "Zombie prom." It was like in May mm-hmm. downtown. At the Cubby Bear, actually. She's like, you want to go to zombie prom? I'm like, you know what? I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. She's like, because we got to dress up like zombies, and but it's like a prom, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. awesome. She goes like, there are pictures taken, prom pictures. There's a king and queen. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. She's like, I'll get us VIP tickets so we get our own table, our own bar, which was great. Mm-hmm. Live band there, dancing on the dance floor and everything, but yet... We weren't at like the the mass bar. Like we went up to the other area and we had our own table there, which is you know you paid a little bit more money, but I'm like that's worth it. But we got to dress up as zombies, and her idea was she's like you know everybody's gonna be doing like tuxedos and dresses. She goes I want to do like football and cheerleader. So she's like I want to dress that's up cool. as a cheerleader. You dress up as a football player. So she found a cheerleading outfit like. Sewed on like the the horn or whatever on the front and like yeah. just made letters almost like that. Found a matching football jersey that fit me, and I pressed uh, I pressed numbers on there because I still had access to the big J. Big I pressed J. numbers on there to match the colors that she put on it. So I think her outfit was like burgundy, white, and gold, and so my jersey was like burgundy, and then I put white and gold numbers. Of course, I put number ten on there. Yeah, and of course, I was probably the kicker on the team. <laughs> But then, you know, usually, like, if you ever watch any of the, you know, the high school football team movies, you know, on the day they wear their jerseys with jeans and stuff. So I yeah. wore jeans, ripped up my jeans a little bit, um, wore my old Chuck Taylors that were all torn up. And then we, we uh, like, I had to shave. We did our faces, like, put all the white makeup on, the black eyes, faded yeah. it out. You know, because I'm really into art, so, I, like, this had to look good. Put the blood on the bottom of my chin, you know, like it was dripping down my neck and everything. Dude, we looked fucking great, and we were the only two that had the idea of going as cheerleader and football player. That's so, and everybody cool. like loved our. I, like, I thought we were gonna win. Yeah. But nobody voted for us. But everybody, they're like, "That is awesome. That's so yeah. original." You know, like she wore the white tennies and everything with the 
the socks. Like, she really got into it. Did her hair, like, in pigtails and everything. And then, of course, they played the song, Hey, Mickey, live. <laughs> and I'm like, I brought her to the front of the stage. I'm like, you got to go up there. And the girl's singing up there. Yeah. She's like, she's like, come on up. So my girlfriend gets up there and starts dancing with them. And she had a, she made her pom-poms and everything. Dude, yeah. it was awesome. I'm like, yeah. That's pretty we cool, were dude. so destroyed, man. But it was, a, it was a, like something like that, out of the blue, in the middle of May. I was like, you know what? I'm like, that sounds like a great fucking idea. Yeah, you know? that's cool, it dude. Was, it was an awesome time. See, like all of that, it's it's it sounds cool to me, but the idea of like having like put makeup on, I don't. Yeah. That's where I really yeah, but it doesn't take costumes, long, Tony. Costumes, okay. Makeup, see, I just don't. I don't like. I don't know why, but I don't love the idea of like. It was a pain having it. I don't know, dude. I just don't. I don't it wasn't know. bad. It, the 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 problem was is the pain in the ass of trying to get all that stuff off because that fake blood trying to get that off because it stains like, well no it's a, it almost it's almost like real blood like it coagulates and oh, like yeah. freezes to you and you're like scrubbing it off because mm-hmm. it it's it's more of like a it's a steel brush and then the other problem was is trying to get the because you you do the black around your eyes mm-hmm. so she was doing like eyeliner on my eyes so you didn't see any of the peach dude trying to get that shit off <laughs> yeah. for a guy like we don't know i don't wear makeup so it took me forever to get it off she goes what don't we had face a, in alcohol. We, yeah, before we went to bed, like, you had to shower, or else the shit would have been all over her pillows, you know? Right. So we had to shower, and she's like, here, use these. So I'm using, like, the, the women's, like, pads to take all the makeup off. Yeah. She's like, what's taking so long? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't usually wear fucking makeup. It's taking a long fucking time. I know there's a procedure and process. Guess what? Rookie. Okay. I don't know it. <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And of course, the next day it still looked like I was wearing eyeliner. It looked like Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but it was a good time. Like stuff like that, I thought that was really cool. It's just something. That, that's what I miss most with that girl. Like she always had cool shit to do and found these cool things. Like we went to the masquerade ball for Halloween at the Drake the or at the Drake the, at the Drake Hotel downtown. Yeah. That was awesome. That was like eyes wide shut shit. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of that weird shit went out, but it was like that. Like, you had to wear a suit. There was a couple there that was dresses, Gomez and Morticia Adams. Yeah, okay. And Gomez and Morticia Adams are like, you know, in the movies, they dance together really well. Like, they do tango. And these two could fucking dance, dude. That's cool. They were, it was awesome. I'm like, I, like, I came up, I'm like, you guys look great. And the chick was gorgeous, man. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. It was awesome. It was awesome. Good times. What else you got, Tom? Um, trying to think if I have any other like really good costumes. There is un- one more. Um, oh, we did. What the hell did we do? Some shit at the rink. It was another thing at the rink. It was some Christmas thing. I think. Okay. And was it? Was that what it was? No, it was an elf on the shelf. But like they were, <laughs> we all had to do a thing where someone had to dress up as Buddy the Elf. I was Buddy the Elf. <laughs> I got to dress up. It was great. Uh-huh. There's another picture of me, like, I'm dressing up, and someone captioned, it was like, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? And my hair was really long at the time, so it was, like, all in my face, and I'm just looking at the camera like, dude, I really didn't want to be Buddy the Elf. Like, I told our boss, I didn't want to do this. Right. But here I fucking am in the tights. So. But I rocked it. You rocked it up. So, yeah. Yeah, so, like, kind of like Buddy the Elf, like the movie Elf, like yes. Will Ferrell's? Oh, yep. I gotcha. Okay. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 
So you didn't like it at first, but you kind of, it kind of grew on you. Like you had a good time with it. Yeah. So sometimes that shit's kind of like I'll equate it in my head. It's like once I do same thing, like even with the the figure skating costume. Like, yeah. I, I had the idea, right? And I'm like, this is really cool. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Committed. Then, like, I got to the day and I was like, dude, I don't really know if I want to do this. Like, do I really want to put a dress on and, like, go around my friends and all this sort of... Like, it, I'm very... And then I really start thinking about it. I'm like, this could be really bad. Like, people could have pictures of me and I could get blackmail and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do it. It's kind of right. like... You're I'll, not I'll, running for Congress anytime soon, so... Yeah, no, so. I don't think I'm running for Congress ever. Um, <laughs> but... It's, I equate it to, like, pools, right? I, I'm very, like, it takes kind of a lot for me to actually jump into the pool, but once I'm in, it's like, fuck it, let's do it. Like, yeah, once, I, once I'm Buddy the Elf, I'm like, let's have some fun. Like, I'm now I'm Buddy the Elf. Yeah, right. Like, right. So it, it takes me a little while to to lighten up to it, but yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. I really got it. Like, the one time, my favorite one is I wanted to be my version of the Joker. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I didn't, I grew my hair a little bit longer, just messed it up because my hair is real curly. It wasn't as long, and I wanted to do like Heath Ledger's version. So I did the makeup like that and it actually turned out really good. Like people were like, oh, that looks cool. But I didn't dye my hair green because it wasn't long enough. Yeah. But my hair was like all messy. And then I wore like a black trench coat and like I was all in black and everything, you know, and uh, black boots. And everything. So it was like a little bit more of a darker version, you know, not as colorful. Yeah. And I was acting like him the whole night and just being real creepy, saying weird stuff, like talking like him. Like, and I watched the movie multiple times leading up to Halloween. And uh, my one buddy's wife, she goes, I, she goes, I can't, I, I gotta go. I can't even talk to you. She goes, this, you're just too fucking weird for me. She's like, this, yeah. She's like, that's just fucking weird she goes just looking at you it doesn't even look like it it, lo- it turned out really good and then that was another day the next morning when i had to work at the big j i was wearing eyeliner again we're gonna we're gonna do a thing we're gonna start a segment called the big j chronicles the big j chronicles yep. i think that'd be great i'm gonna do that yeah i'm gonna give Our, you some homework each week first first one and we're gonna have to have jimmy because he's got some good i'm gonna yeah we're gonna give you some homework each week and do some things. Why do I have to get homework? Because you were the one that worked there the longest. I can tap into your memories. Very the true. Okay. Fuck. Right. I worked there for like a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. I worked there for. You built know, that place. <laughs> half my life. Close to half my life. Yeah, I worked there. I mean, when I've been able to work, I've worked there more than half my life. In the working. Right. Your working years. Aspect. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What else, man? Um. I watched that movie, The Social Dilemma, on Netflix, and that was some kind of spooky real horror shit. Really? Where it's like, uh, essentially... Is it a movie or is it a series? It's a documentary. It's it's a a 90-minute documentary, I believe. Like an hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes. I got uh, my friend, she gave me a uh, gift card to Netflix, like $75 gift card, so... I can start watching shit. So that's gonna no be one, way, Tom. That's gonna be what wow. I know, right, dude? Twenty twenty, here I come. My head just exploded. I know, right? A little bit. I could even see. <laughs> I actually saw it happen right in front of me. <laughs> but that's like one of the things. Now you say that it's like a real life documentary about scary shit. Like I want to. Yeah. So it's um, essentially how social media and these algorithms that social media is built on and the advertising that comes with it. is so smart as to how it 
um, what's the word, presents itself to us. Okay. So it is kind of like what we were talking about last week where um, the parable of the cave where yeah. everybody, there used to be a time where everybody's idea of the world was kind of the same because we were all viewing the same shit. Right. But now with social media, their whole goal, since it's free in, in the movie, it says, right, if you aren't paying for the product, you are the product, right? That's one of, that's an adage. Right. And the way these things get paid is based on your screen time. So the longer you're on Facebook, the longer you're on Instagram, the longer you're on YouTube. So they want you to stay engaged on their sites for as long as they possibly can to sell you as much ad revenue as they can. And how do they do that? They do that on the data that they collect from you. So my buddy and I were talking about this months back. Um, He was saying some shit about like, you know, all of the data that's collected on us through you know google facebook all the shit we input like our age date where we live all of that shit on the internet there are profiles that are built like five six seven layers deep on you on me and it is like we ask ourselves all the time we're like dude how the fuck does it know that like i need something like i'm looking at a new toothbrush right like we think it's listening to us like right they probably are listening to us, but it's that and it's all the data that it collects where it's like it builds another version of me on right. the inside of that screen, right? And it Just from memory, yeah. From all the data that it collects, from yeah. all the fucking banks that Google has underground in the fucking sea of the data that's being transmitted to us left and right. So that is what the movie's about. And it is kind of the beginning of like, it goes from like, you know, these tech giants that people that were interviewed were like team members of Instagram, Facebook, all these big places that right. started to see like, this is pretty fucked up. Like kids are getting addicted to it. Like the secondary effects of social media, there's, they do a, they show some studies in the movie on social media comes around in like Oh nine. And yeah. before Oh nine, the suicide rates of teen girls was relatively stable the cutting epidemic was relatively stable. Now, again, yeah. obviously, it's not good for that to happen, but they had it relatively under control. After 2009, these numbers had, like, quadrupled. They like they exploded. Oh, shit. Because of the like idea cutters, of, like... Are you talking about, like, the masochist-type people that yeah, cut on yeah, themselves? So, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I and just read a book on that. It's one of those things, right, where I don't know how you feel about it, but it is, I can feel it sometimes where it's, like, this generation. I think I am kind of like a test dummy of it where I sort of am right before social media. I didn't grow up on social media. I started at like 14. Um, So these kids are actually growing up on social media and they talk about, they make the parallel and again, I'm a movie, right? And it's take everything with a grain of salt. It's always what I say. Exactly. Um, They make parallels of technology has evolved like 100 quadrillion times faster than anything in human history yeah our brain has not evolved in like what two thousand years or some shit i don't know sorry i'm seeing people walk by (laughs) um our brain is not equipped to handle right like we were able to at an early age i think nowadays like like i'm able to equip it now like i i don't need it i like it it's just it's a form of entertainment for me at this point right but it doesn't it doesn't, what am I trying to say, um, give me uh, what I, like impulses to do things that I wouldn't normally do. 
Yeah, so not ne- not even necessarily that, right? But that's that's one way to look at it. But even just down to our brains, for instance, like on Facebook, like you post a picture, right? Yeah. We had up until social media, and I talk about this with my dad a lot, where like up until being able to be connected to everybody um, with the snap of a fucking finger, I can call my cousin in Australia and see her. Right. Like she could walk me around her house, right? Right. Without that connectivity, right? Our brains are not designed to have the opinion of 10,000 people. Like, you know, there's a reason why I think, like, uh, like superstars, movie stars, those people go fucking nuts because they're under the spotlight. Now you're giving a 10-year-old a window right. to the world to be able to post a picture of him or herself on the internet. And 10,000 people might say that's a cute kid. Or like you're you look good, but then there's eight people that are like, "Yo, your ears are fucked up." Like yeah. then there's another, or you know, not eight. There's ten thousand people that like it, but fifty thousand that are against it. Right. Like there's a reason why people go insane because they can't handle that shit, well, and yeah, that's but, like a, a youth generation thing. And yeah, it's but fucking the funny crazy. Thing, exactly. And the funny thing is, is that at that point, being that they're so young, that they don't have the they don't have the the no to just be like you know what fuck it I'm not gonna do this anymore this is stupid the problem is though it's but it's a it's a social it's a social thing though too right it's a weird thing where it's like all are are you not gonna do it if all of your friends are doing it like everybody else at school has a phone everybody else at school is on Instagram I'm saying this right you're gonna tell me no but it's think about it when you were in school right like what was the thing to do what was like you didn't want to be an outcast I was always the outcast and I liked it I'm like one of the oh, you're very the black few. Sheep, huh? Oh you, yeah, you like, you like I'm the middle alone. child in the family. That's what I was fucking used to. All right. So it's like, like when everybody's playing football, I'm like, I'm gonna go play hockey. Everybody started drinking at an early age. I didn't start drinking until I was 24, and everybody said it was fucking weird. You know, people were like, well, uh, you know, well, I got in the cars on my own, but I was like, oh, I don't mind riding my bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like one of those things at at school. People all like now. Yeah, I dress a little so, differently, but that's fine. That I'll I will music I'll, I'll music it, especially. I'll move that forward just a smidge, though, right? So it, even within that group of friends, right? You yeah. still want it to be liked and accepted. So well, if, I was just a likable guy, though. Like I, right, you know, but I was, what I'm saying is, if you're a small group of friends, if you were into music, right, and everybody got something, or everybody was doing whatever, yeah. whether it's good or bad or this or that, like. You want to be like your friends, right? No, I wouldn't. No, I'm like, because I wanted, like, everybody always loved country. And they're like, oh, we got, I'm like, no, I'm not going to listen to shit. Like, that was one of the things. That's that's why, like, I'm a bad, I'm a bad example. But nowadays, yeah, like, kids are impressionable and they're way too impressionable on stuff like that. I guess maybe I can use, like, hockey, maybe. Okay. Like, equipment. Like, if everybody got some cool shit, wouldn't you want to be, like, there too? Well, I always wanted to keep up on that, but that's you can't use that because you're also a hockey player. You're like, well, I gotta have the good shit because it doesn't improve your game. You yeah, know, you're I thinking of it that. What, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's like know. that's not like uh, we're talking about more like uh, what you call like if, if if all your friends jump off the bridge, would you? You know what I mean? Right. So all your friends start drinking at 15 are you gonna do it and that's the impressionism that people have with one another and now it's completely amplified like you said because now it's just not it's not 10 of your friends it's 10,000 people that see this right you know what I mean so it's that's the it's so it's much harder for a young mind to grasp that kind of stuff in order to just be like you know what 
Like they want to be liked. It's like, dude, you need to realize at an early age, like, hey, you don't fucking need them. You don't right. need this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's hard to tell them that because that's what gives, you know, it, like you or I, we could just be, I don't need to fucking do that because I'm my own person. I don't need to do that. But try and tell a kid that there's no way it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's... at an early age, that's how I always was. I, you know, I was always the weird one. Yeah. I don't know. I just find it. It was a really fascinating documentary it did kind of take an interesting i gotta watch turn. it i it sounds it took fantastic. a very it took an interesting turn that i don't love um um but i see it's weird i don't love the way they kind of framed it but i completely understand and agree right. with it okay um it was the idea of like all of this stuff is being pushed by ad by, by revenue right, right. these right. company need, these companies need to make money yeah uh and because Facebook is free because Instagram's free because all that shit's free. They make it up on the ad revenue, and how do they make it up on the ad revenue? Well, there are algorithms that are built designed that are designed to keep you on Facebook. They're designed. They know Tom likes hockey, so we're gonna keep this here. We just sold this ad space on Tom's Facebook for four cents, and we we're keeping his engagement for another eighteen seconds. Yeah. It's very. Have you seen any Black Mirror? Any of the the show Black Mirror? No. That's also on Netflix. I would highly recommend it for you. Okay. It's, it's like a real life Black Mirror, dude. They they put it. It's a documentary, but they have like a going kind of movie, dramatized movie on the side to yeah. give you. It's a visualization of what they're talking about. Okay, it's a really good one. But it's kind of like a real life Black Mirror episode where it is. It shows like inside the phone. There's like three or four of you. Like there's one guy like trying to keep you on the phone. There's another guy that's like. This one's got like a ninety seven percent rate of him staying on the phone. Like it's really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but it's fucking crazy. I don't know. I don't like it. It's kind of dystopian and it creeps me out. But that's, that's, and And that's why I don't have, that's why I do my best to not be on social media. I don't at all. I don't have, the only thing I have is Facebook and half the reason why I have Facebook is just because everybody that has parties and stuff like that, I'd much rather have them text me. Like I, I'm in the loop on stuff like that. Yeah. But other than that, and also I like to follow Blackhawk stuff and there's cool car stuff on there, you know? Right. And it's just, like you said, it's just fed to me. But other than that, I'm not on Instagram. I don't do Snapchat. I don't do any of that shit. Yeah. And actually, I could probably live without Facebook, too. I'm like, I could care less. It's kind you of know? fucking crazy. I was talking about it with my buddies, and I'm even thinking about it now, that, that saying, that quote, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Right. Look at these kids that are, like, famous on Instagram, do like TikTok, all those right. kids that have these millions of followers, and they're like, oh, my God, they're worth so much money. I'm like, yeah, but they're a walking billboard. Like now, right. like if you actually think about it, like that's all yeah, they do. Exactly. Like that's honestly same thing. All like celebrities are at the end of the day. Right. Like they get paid. I guess. Well, there's no, a difference. The funny thing there's is a difference. A, not not all celebrities, but like actors, right? They get paid in endorsements, but at least they can act. Like these motherfuckers are just on these apps right. that are pretty. I'm like, exactly. What? Like you're literally just telling me to go buy makeup. I I'm a dude, but like you're literally just telling people to go do this or go do that because like a bunch of people somewhere right. were like this person's attractive yeah. and this is how advertising works like you're not you're not important and I guess right. that's what kind of really well, starts what, to piss me off is when, yeah. I talk, when I hear people like oh like I just want to do this and I just want to do that I'm like dude I want their bank account but I'm not about to like be like no. oh my god you guys gotta go get this product no fuck that I want to think for myself yeah that's the whole thing and like once that individual that said individual that's basically the walking billboard meets up with someone like you or I and we're like who the fuck are you I give two shits that's when they're gonna like lose it like what the fuck man everybody loves me it's like no no you're a lazy piece of shit and you don't have anything else better to do with your fucking life 
It frustrates okay. me that they're what pisses me off like, is that you're making millions of dollars. You don't have you don't have the fuck you have no idea how to change a tire on a fucking car. They're called influencers. Yeah, yeah, I'm an influencer, but I could pay someone to t- change the tire like, on a car. I will guarantee you, you would never be able to influence me to do anything that I don't want to do. What pisses me off about all of that is like it. I I mean, we talk about it a lot, right? I try and think very analytically and do my best to yeah put things into perspective i'm like dude that person has i would argue very very few like marketable skills like again yeah because everybody is just human billboard like you are like you're an ad you are an ad like you're you're not anything I don't know. It's it's weird to me. Like I ha- I would like to think I have some sort of marketable skill. I would like to Absolutely. think I can think like you do have a skill, yeah. Like Exactly. Uh, but it it fucking it sort of blows my mind that it is like I guess, you know, ad revenues, it's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's bullshit. And that's why I don't I don't like I guess I'm I succumb to it a little bit, but it's not like, you know, I don't there's I, there's, I, there's I a healthy stuff that I want to do there, plain and simple. There's a healthy there's a healthy balance, and they even right. talk about it at the very beginning. Dude, these things are wired up now like uh, they're like slot machines. It is like oh, yeah. the it's the blackjack. Like every time you get a no- notification, ooh, what's it gonna be? Ooh, right. what's it gonna be? Right. There's lights. There's sounds. Like oh they, yeah, it's fucking. It, they talk about it on the documentary again too. Right. Well, they the different the, yeah the, the synapses that that yeah, like that that you know what like a light up in your brain it happens when you get like a notification even when you get a phone call they talk about and they they go even deeper they're like yeah not even just there like they want it burrowed into like your cortexes and shit right that is to where you have to that is the kind of creepy thing where it's like dude you know are you really in control of your own shit like then it is it's like the parable of the cave and you're talking about the matrix like am i really me yeah. Or is there a machine that's actually feeding off of me? Right. Right? Like, where's the pill? Where do yeah. I take it? The So, that's it like, is. It's kind of like... What, it you, was a real life... I was like... Yeah, that's that'll, that's an uh, eye-opener. I was like, I'm going to go burn my phone. Like, yeah. The uh, the files are on the phone. <laughs> the Back in the day, I think the movie came out in like 05. Have you ever seen the movie Phone Booth with Colin Farrell? No, is that the movie where he's trapped in the phone booth? Yeah, with a sniper. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is like, why did he have to answer the phone? And it's like, and one of the things at the end of the movie is like, Curiosity. why do you always need to answer a ringing phone? Like, why does it have to be answered? And I'm like, you know what? That's a good... You and want, nobody you has want, an answer. You want to fucking know why? I'll tell you why. Because everybody's worked in retail at some point or another, and you have to answer the goddamn phone. Hi, this is Jerry's and Alsip. How can I fucking help you? <laughs> you can't let that shit not fucking ring because your boss is going to be like, hey, Tony, why didn't you fucking answer that phone? we got to make money. That's why. That is 1,000 fucking percent why no one can ever not answer a phone because you never know what's going to be on the other end of it. Right. Tony just, like, leaned over the table at me. I yeah. thought I was going to get slapped. So we're going to... We're gonna... Let's let's calm it down there, Tony. All right, holy Christ! Just saying. All right, <laughs> and this is one of those weird things, right? Where they talk about it, and this is where I kind of started to lose it a little bit. But I agree with it. The ad revenues, and I like I will go down. I am a fan of capitalism. I think everyone should be able to make money, and I think there's something to be said for marketable skills and being right. able to sell your marketable skills. Right now, uh. 
being driven on ad revenues to this point is a little scary. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like it's it's kind of fucking crazy, and it's at the point where it's like it's all machines, dude. Like it's not like you right. or I being able to provide value to X or Y. Right, exactly. It's the way in which this com- these companies are now moving their ad revenues. Right. right. So like it was weird for them to talk about it in the point of like we need to stop the ad revenue, and I'm like, ah, dude, I don't know. Right, like. I am all for being able to make money, right. but I do agree the way in which it's being made now is a little, not a little, it's fucking freaky. So it is. That's where Agreed. I was like, mm, no, like, yeah. that's where I kind of draw the line. And one of them did say something really good. They're like, dude, just tax the data. I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, I mean, fucking, well, in Illinois, tax everything else. Jesus Christ. I was we're thinking, getting to, yeah, we're getting... I, I, I wasn't even getting political at all. Right. That. I was just thinking from the raw idea of like, imagine taxing Google like a percentage, 1% of all of the data that they collect. They have to pay a certain point of per- percentage of that. Like, yeah. wow, that'd be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so be ridiculous amount of money. I don't know. But I, I, you know, now touching on that, how long have you been going here? An hour and 43 minutes. I think we should cut it off because I got to put my laundry in the dryer or else it's going to start to smell. Sounds about right. All right. All right. Well, that was very interesting, Tony. We had a very, this was a good one. Yeah. Very good one. I enjoyed this a lot. So (laughs) with that being said, I'm Tom. I'm Tony. And we're reminding you to keep your fucking sticks down.